Oh. Oh, hello. Hello. <laughs> Welcome back. Welcome oh, yeah. back to your astro hose. Astro hose. That's not how that works. Welcome back. We're your astro hose. <laughs> oh, celestial sluts. Mm, planetary punani. Punanis. I was going to say planetary punanis. <laughs> Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't know. That one grosses me out, and we just keep saying it, and I just continuously keep being grossed out by it. <laughs> it's just like the word moist. Yes. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Gross. Horrible. Disgusting. It's okay. Moving on. I'm excited for today. Me too. Me too. Basics episode. Basics. I think this is good because then people will know what we're rambling about. <laughs> Which is Make important. everybody a bunch of basic bitches out there. Exactly. Exactly. I love it. I love it. It's always good Before. to start start back at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The beginning is a great place to start. Absolutely. I just also wanted to let you guys know that this past weekend while I was in Block Island, I bought a metal straw and my life has significantly changed for the better. For the better, right? Yeah. Wow. Did you get the one that folds up in a keychain? I did not. It was I bought it at a coffee shop called Persephone's, which was absolutely oh, adorable. Love wow. that. Very Amazing cute. little coffee shop. And they had uh, two dollar metal straws for sale. And it comes with a little cleaner. It's pretty cool. It's oh, it's got stick- like one of the little little doodads. Yeah, I gotta stick it up in there and it just lives <laughs> in there. <laughs> what sign is your metal straw? <laughs> oh man. I would say that my metal straw is probably a leo just because it's like bronze and it's bent and it's just it's beautiful mm, mm, mm-hmm. okay i appreciate that. it very much so i'm currently drinking my iced coffee with it i have a uh an iced coffee with cinnamon vanilla oat milk and just just a tad of sugar just a little just a little drippity just, drop just a little little razzle dazzle of the sugar sug yeah I just added a little sugar night in your coffee Oh, no. I don't want him in my coffee. A little sugar night. <laughs> Just bringing it back. You know. I feel like it wouldn't taste very good if you added a little bit of sugar night in your coffee. Probably not. It would probably just be like... A little salty? Ew. No. Let's say a little like old school club music in your, oh, in your cup. Oh, yeah. Okay. Throwback music. <laughs> I don't know. He just seemed like a salty person, so... Yeah, you. Right. I was thinking salty for another reason. Ew. <laughs> That's not where my Wait. mind went. Wait, what? Semen. <laughs> <laughs> Did not think that's where we were going. All right, all right. It went semen salty. <laughs> um. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right, so. We're bringing it back to basics today. Yes. Basics Um, 101. Let's go to school. Let's go to school. So for those of you who don't know, Teresa actually offers these as more in-depth classes. And she breaks down basically all the different things in astrology. So you can can be schooled. You can do the learnings so that you understand the things more. Both Tabitha and I have taken her class and they are fantastic. 10 out of 10 would recommend. 10 out of 10. Two. 10 out of 10. Would recommend. Thanks, guys. And now we're all an astrology podcast. Yeah. That's true. The the class did make it at a podcast. So (laughs) the class made it. The class made a podcast. So 
Yeah. Thank you for your inspiration, Teresa. Thank you. For being being that boss ass astrologer. Whoa. That's intense, but I like it. There you go. I like it a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh man. All right. So where else to start but the beginning? Let's do it. All right. So Today we're going to talk about the astrology basics and I'm going to start off with talking about the natal chart. So the natal chart is the same as the birth chart. It's the same as your own personal zodiacal wheel. And this is where the 12 signs, the planets and the houses lie within you. So it's essentially the screenshot of the sky when you took your first breath on earth. So the cool thing about a natal chart is it can show a person's strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, patterns, preferences, and how we grow throughout our lives. So if you want to pull up your natal chart, there's a couple of different websites that we use. Uh, My favorite because of aesthetics is uh, astro-charts.com. This website doesn't really dive too far deep into what your natal chart means for you, but the way that the chart looks and the breakdown of the signs is really easy. Another great website for that is astro-seek.com. And astro-seek does go a little bit into what the zodiac sign means and what it means to be in that house and in that planet and all of that stuff. So definitely great for basics when you're just trying to learn about your own natal chart. So the information you need for that is your birthday, your birth time, and the location of where you were born. And uh, if you don't know that, uh, you can always check your birth certificate. Uh, a lot of the times the that information will be located on your birth certificate, or you can ask a family member, and they'll be able to help you with that information. So next, we're going to go over uh, the big three. So the big three is known as your astrological signature, and these signs play a pivotal role in who you are. So Rachel is going to actually help us break down what the big three is. The big three. We're going to talk about your big three. I want that to be dirty, but I don't know how to make it dirty. <laughs> okay. So the, the big three, as Teresa says, known as your astrological signature. It's your sun sign, your moon sign, and your rising ascending sign. So one of the things I really love is I feel like people are starting to say all three. Like I'm yeah. seeing that more and more. And it really does give you just such a better picture of who a person is. And like, I'm just, I'm a fan. Everyone I keep agree. doing it. Yeah. Everyone I keep agree. doing that shit. Because everybody that is like, if you're not really into astrology, you don't understand that you're more than just your sun sign. Yeah. And so I feel like nowadays, like asking somebody what their sun sign is, is like asking somebody what their big three is. Like, give me just like a screenshot real quick. Right. Of what, Mm -hmm. of of the kind of person that you are. (laughs) Yeah, it is. It's a good, it's a good starting. Because also you can just instantly, anyway, I'm getting carried, carried away. Let me, let me bring it back. The sun sign. (laughs) Right. So your basic identity, how you shine in the world, the sign represents your sense of self and what drives you in life. But it is exactly what you said. Like, that's the first thing that we learn when it comes to astrology. It's something that we automatic. It's the first thing that we identify with in astrology. I didn't know what any of my other placements were. I knew my sun sign first mm-hmm. and, yeah. I, and, and I just resonated with it. But it is what's great is when you start to learn your three, you start to be like, oh, okay, that's right. This is, (laughs) that makes sense with my moon sign. So your moon sign. So this is one of the most important aspects of your chart. And 
it's your knee-jerk reactions, your emotions, your private thoughts, how you react to things, how you are in vulnerable moments, emotional turmoil, deepest needs. It's a scary place of your chart sometimes. I don't want to use the word scary. Scary is no. not the word. It's, it's yeah. the most emotional place in your chart. Yeah, like I feel like there's a character or something that I could bring up right now that everyone would know, and I can't think of who would represent the moon sign as well. Oh, you know what? Okay. You guys watch Hey Arnold? Did you guys <laughs> used to watch Hey Arnold? Yes. Yes. Yeah. You remember Helga? Yes. Yeah. Well, you know how like she was all like, eh, like super extra, like showing her sun sign like a motherfucker. And then she would like be in her little closet, like in the shrine. Like, yes. Yeah. Like that's her moon sign, right? Like she's just like, <laughs> that's it that's her moon sign so her moon sign was definitely i don't know what do you think like scorpio really yeah. passionate and like or pisces deep. pisces or pisces. I was pisces yeah 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 so for me that's that's a good way to describe moon sign i knew i could figure out somebody that's so yeah <laughs> hey arnold i'm gonna do a little throwback um and the right yeah and the rising sign your ascending sign that is there's a very small window of time that that gets kind of stamped on you i think it's like yeah 15 it's every minutes, two right? to three hours no two to three uh, hours the just, rising sign changes yeah just kidding two to three hours <laughs> i thought it was 15 minutes but that's all right because i'm learning today too <laughs> um and then this is pretty much it's the mask you wear when you're meeting new people i'm not the biggest fan of that term i feel like it's just how you like present to the yeah. world which i know kind of goes hand in hand like they do those two phrases can complement each other but when i I think maybe it's a Gemini thing. When I see like the mask that you wear to other people, I think that we just get tagged as two-faced people all the time. Right. Like, wearing a mask might just, <laughs> I'm like, no. It, it, it makes you sound a little fake and that's what, yeah. you know. And it's like, yeah. oh, it's not. Like I, my, my mm -hmm. rising sign is Sagittarius and I can't tell you how many times people have thought that I'm a Sagittarius just because of like the way that I come off as they, yeah. like when I first meet them. It's not that it's like, I don't think it's necessarily a mask. It's just who you are to other people and then once people it's like a not like a surface it's it's almost like a surface level but then once you know at your base or at your core you know is your moon sign i think like who you are with those like closest to you is your moon mm -hmm. sign like you feel more comfortable with them so you can show them their moon sign if mm -hmm. that makes sense yeah i could be no, wrong I like that I'll, I'll no i like that up. no that makes sense no that and totally makes like sense the the rising sign definitely protects the sun sign and the moon sign yeah you know it's kind of like the security guard of your big three <laughs> it's the bruce it's yeah. the bouncer <laughs> yep it's your bouncer no i totally and what i would like to recommend to people is once you figure out your top three and we're all very used to just reading our sun sign horoscope so I would love to recommend to people, if they're not doing so, to also read your rising uh, or your ascendant sign horoscope. I know there's an app, uh, an astrology app that I love, Chani, Chani Nicholas, um, and her, their weekly readings, they actually go off of your rising. It's not off of your sun. And it really resonates a whole lot. I also find, I don't know if you guys feel this at all, but I feel like my rising sign is Capricorn. And I can go back and I can see different moments I've had in life where people are like, ah, you're acting like such a Gemini. And it's actually my Capricorn, but they just blamed it on my sun sign. And yeah. Like, yeah. No. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So those are those are the big three. You got your sun, you got your moon, and you got your rising. So should we go over our big three again? I know we discussed it in the first episode, but just... Uh, yeah, so we can do that. Just a little refresher. We can do that. I am a Gemini sun. 
I am a Capricorn rising and a Leo moon. <laughs> so I like to get really dressed up for things. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> that is definitely my Leo moon that pops out. When there's an event, I'm like, all right, what am I wearing? Also, you're Gemini, I feel like, too, because a lot of people that are Gemini risings, like I know that you're a Gemini, you're a Capricorn rising, but a lot of people that are Gemini risings, like have a very like unique sense of fashion. And I feel like Leo and Gemini like hold that, hold that together. You know, they hold hands on that one. (laughs) Definitely. When I was in school, I would like tell my mom, like, I don't want to wear anything that anybody else has. That was like such a thing with me. I was, I hated it. If I like got a shirt and then other people saw like we're wearing the same shirt, I'd be like, I can't wear it again. I just (laughs) didn't want to look like everyone. And I didn't want the logos and all that stuff. Love that. And yeah. And it was really funny because my mom would be like, you know, that they make these, this clothing to sell, correct? Like it's to sell to more than just you. (laughs) Yeah. Like now I need someone to just make stuff for me. (laughs) So I feel that. I feel that. Flash forward 20 years from now, and Rachel has her own personal stylist. She has one of those closets, like, from Clueless that, like, you oh put God. it into the computer. That's funny. I wish. <laughs> I wish. As if. I hope so. As if, exactly. Yeah. I mean, but my closet is pretty epic when it's, you know, put together. <laughs> All right. I love unique pieces. Anyway, moving on. Okay, I'm Tabitha. Well, you already knew that. Never mind. <laughs> I'm a <laughs> Hello Tabitha. Hi Tabitha. Uh, <laughs> Welcome back. Thanks. Um I'm a Gemini Sun, Libra Moon, Sagittarius rising. So I we've already said that I can't make a fucking decision to save my life. Mm. But I too also appreciate a good aesthetic. Yes. Absolutely yes. I appreciate a good aesthetic. Love it. And uh I'm Teresa. <laughs> Hi Teresa. And uh, I am a Leo Sun, Aries Moon, Sagittarius Rising. So my whole big three is all fire. Spicy. And that's why I have orange hair. (laughs) 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 No, seriously, though, because I used to dye my hair red and pink and like all different fun colors. But like the color that is me is this just like orangey blonde color that I settled on. And I'm really Mm -hmm. excited about it. I'm here for it. Me too. I miss my fun colored hair. I used to have really pretty color, fun colored hair. Same. And I, I had the apricot hair, but it Ugh. destroyed my hair. So I had to go yeah. back to the natural black. That's what happened with me. I yeah. feel like everybody needs to have fun hair at least once in their life. Yeah. It destroyed my hair, though. It did. That's mm-hmm. like I was in a chair is. for like four yeah. hours and it just, it's just now starting to get back. Anyway. Yeah. <clears throat> Gotta get a better hairstylist. Yo. I went to a really great hairstylist. I think my hair just can't take bleach, and that's fine. I'm never going to do it again. Yeah, my my hair is the same way. Like, I've done a lot, but it was, like, you know, multiple bleaching, like, moments just kept, yeah, so. Yeah. Um, I, too, went to a really good hairstylist. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't Um, mean to bash your stylist. How dare you? I love my hairstylist very much. So now we're going to shift and move into the 12 zodiac signs. Um, and Tabitha is going to hit us with a very brief description of each of these signs. Um, so, up first, we have Aries, which is March 21st to April 19th. The element is fire, uh, the modality is cardinal. The strengths are bold, honest, courageous, independent, born leader, and ambitious. The shadow side of this 
sign is that they can be aggressive, self-centered, assertive, hot-headed, selfish, and impatient. Yeah, I feel like my Aries moon definitely shines out there for sure. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I know that like when I'm in like my feelings, like the shadow side placements can can kind of can kind of rear their head. Yeah, I have definitely since I've learned what my big three is, I feel like I've definitely like been able to work with it as opposed to against it. And that's where knowledge is so powerful. You know? Yeah, I absolutely agree. Um, next up we have Taurus, which is April 20th to May 20th. The element is earth. Uh, modality is fixed. The strengths are dedicated, sensual, youthful, determined, trustworthy, and patient. The shadow side of this sign is that they can be indulgent, jealous, unwilling to change, possessive, materialistic, and resentful. Next up is Gemini. 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 Uh, <laughs> For Gemini, it is from May 21st to June 20th. Uh, It is an air sign. Uh, The modality is mutable. Strengths are that they are clever, adaptable, lively, communicative, connected, and fun-loving. The shadow side is that they can be shallow, chatty, moody, deceiving, tense, and unpredictable. I disagree. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Wrong. Wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. <laughs> You're good. Can- Next up is Cancer, and they are from June 21st to July 22nd. The element is water. Modality is cardinal. The strengths are nurturing, helpful, intuitive, considerate, encouraging, and affectionate. The shadow side is that they are reliant, indirect, temperamental, passive-aggressive, hypersensitive, and have an inability to let go. So I have a Cancer stellium which Rachel's going to be touching on a little bit later, but yes. Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's funny. Um, next up, we have a Leo. We have Leo. I almost said we um, we have a Leo stellium. We do have a Leo we, here. I, and a Leo we stellium. Have, we have one Leo. Leo. <laughs> we, have, we have one Leo. Uh, <laughs> they are from July 23rd to August 22nd. They are a fire sign. Modality is fixed. Strengths are that they are generous, enthusiastic, faithful, motivated, warm, and protective. Shadow side is that they can be patronizing, dominating, stubborn, bossy, intolerant, and dramatic. My Leo Stellium agrees. <laughs> My Leo Moon agrees. <laughs> I feel like I-, I can get through it. I just have to be dramatic first. Just give me mm-hmm. just a minute to be dramatic, yeah. Yeah. and then we'll move on. <laughs> I'm, I'm here for it. Yeah. Also, like, I'll fuck a bitch up. No, I won't. I, won't. I will. I'll say that I will. I will. Yeah. Uh, next up, we have Virgo. Uh, that is August 23rd to September 22nd. The element is Earth. Modality is mutable. The strengths are that they are intelligent, practical, organized, humble, responsible, and reliable. Uh, the shadow side of this sign is that they can be critical, perfectionist, obsessive, worrier harsh and finicky what i love about virgos is is that they are like very organized but they're also all about organized chaos as well like they're gonna have like a huge stack of papers but they're gonna know exactly where that paper from july 23rd 2003 is that they need right (laughs) for the next thing that they're moving on to so yeah even though a lot of i feel like a lot of virgos don't really um 
they resonate with the organized, but I feel like Virgo moons are really the ones that resonate more with like making sure that everything is neat and tidy and clean and all of that stuff for sure. Right. That's how they that's how they soothe their emotions. They rage clean. (laughs) (laughs) I wish I was a Virgo moon. Anyway. (laughs) No. Libra is September 23rd to October 22nd. It is an air sign. Uh, The modality is cardinal. The strengths are that they are laid back, diplomatic, charismatic, imaginative, pleasant, and social. The shadow side is that this sign can be indecisive, lazy, gullible, impatient, envious, and petty. Not me having a Libra moon. Okay. <laughs> I feel like you're not. Mm, never mind. <laughs> I was going to wow. say not that petty. <laughs> but you can be, but, but like, it's not like a bad thing, you know? Like, I feel like you're petty about the right things. You it's know? not. Yeah, I don't whip out the petty all the time, but I can be. It's there. <laughs> there i definitely am indecisive and also diplomatic yes i have to agree yeah anyway uh scorpio is october 23rd to november 21st it is a water element water sign the modality is fixed the strengths are passionate magnetic driven inquisitive intuitive and determined the shadow side is that they can be secretive possessive cunning compulsive resentful and vindictive I just want to say something about Scorpio real quick. Everybody hates on Scorpio. Everybody hates on Gemini. And I feel like those two are the most misunderstood signs. I will stand on my Scorpio soapbox all day. I love Scorpios. They could be like, I understand that the the thing is, let me, let me, let me learn you the thing real quick. I would like to learn the thing. (laughs) I feel like a lot of people that don't know about astrology and don't do the work that they're supposed to do to be a natural functioning human in society, it makes sense that they would be characterized as all of the shadow sides of a zodiac sign. Okay, so yes, you're going to meet a lot of Scorpios in your life that are secretive or that are vindictive, like that is going to be a thing. But you're also going to meet a lot of artists and a lot of musicians and a lot of tattoo artists, like just a lot of people that are really into the darker sides of themselves. And that's okay. But making sure that we are just doing the work to put ourselves into a place of, um, I don't know what the word I'm looking for here is, just in a, in a more bright and shiny place. <laughs> but go. like you could, you know, but you could still work with that deep down darkness that you have too. It's all about integrating the shadow with the light half. And Scorpios get a bad rap because they are a lot of dark, but also... Once they integrate that light, Scorpios are absolutely amazing. So yeah. that was a long way short to say. Don't I tell Anthony, Scorpios. but I agree with that because he's in Scorpio. But don't tell him because he'll know that I was <laughs> being nice. We don't want yeah. that. No, we don't want that. We don't want all. that. No. Nay, nay. No compliments. He gets one compliment mm-hmm. a week. <laughs> <laughs> well, both of my brothers are Scorpios and my partner is a Scorpio. So I feel like I have a black belt in scorpio there you go charlotte's <laughs> a scorpio moon so that's a there lot sagittarius is november 22nd to december 21st uh, it is a fire sign modality is mutable 
The strengths are that they are optimistic, generous, energetic, straightforward, humorous, and philosophical. Uh, the shadow side is that they are impulsive, restless, gluttonous, irresponsible, tactless, and naive. Or they can be, I should say. Not that they yeah. are. I definitely fall under the tactless from time to time. Yeah. I, I, I do not have a filter a lot of the time. Yeah. <laughs> I say things that I'm like, oh, shit, I should probably remove my foot from my mouth now. <laughs> yeah, I do that all the time. But on the flip side of that, like a lot of the people that I surround myself with are Sagittarians or Sagittarians or have Sagittarius placements. <laughs> so like, they get it. Yeah. I I have a black belt in Sagittarians. <laughs> there you <Yeah>. go. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, next up we have Capricorn. Um, December they are December twenty second through January nineteenth. They are an earth sign. Modality is cardinal. Strengths are that they are persistent, regimented, patient, strategic, trustworthy, and accountable. The shadow side is that they can be cynical, rigid, grudging, pessimistic, fearful, and materialistic. They just like to show off their things. Yeah. I feel like they, like, Capricorns, yes, are really good at, like, squirreling away money and making sure that they have, like, everything that they need in in the sense of, like, necessities, but also, like, people that have prominent Capricorn places, they like to see their money in front of them. So, like, they don't want it to just be sitting in an account all the time. They would rather have nice things that they can show other people versus a million dollars in their bank account. Yeah. Yeah, I see that. Um, that's another, I think, I think Capricorn is another really misunderstood sign, in my yes. opinion. My my uh, my Capricorn rising wants to thank you. <laughs> you're, you're very welcome. Yeah, wants to thank you for that. You're welcome. Um, I totally do agree. Like, I like, I like nice things. Yeah. Nothing wrong but with I that. Think that might also have in my Leo moon, you know. Yeah. yeah. Why not both? Yeah. Yeah, I have a Capricorn yeah. stellium in like my first house, mm-hmm. so that makes a big. Mm-hmm. And it's really interesting how much I relate to it now that I, because I was like, I don't, yeah. re- I don't relate to any of my Capricorn placements. Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. Mm-hmm. Probably relate to those learn. more than my sun sign. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's how it be, especially because, you know, we're, we'll definitely have an episode sometime soon where we go over the houses. Right. And the first house is all about self. So it would make sense that whatever sign rules your first house is what you really resonate with because it's who you are. Right. You know, it's your entrance into this world. It's your entrance into your birth chart. And it's just the beginning and the start of it all. Right. It's your sass. It's your sass. There you go. <laughs> Fantastic. (laughs) Next up, we have Aquarius. Um, They are January 20th through February 18th. They are an air sign. Modality is fixed. The strengths are they're friendly, honest, humanitarians, innovative, intellectual, and original. The shadow side is that they can be detached, erratic, impractical, indecisive, scatterbrained, and rebellious. Mm Mm-hmm. Charlotte's an Aquarius rising too, so it's like okay, I see that. Sure, Charlotte has a fun chart. What is she? Sagittarius Sun, Scorpio Moon, Aquarius, Aquarius rising. rising. Yeah, and yeah. Soren's Sagittarius Cap Cap. So oh man, yeah, that Cap Moon. That Cap Moon is something. Cap moon. But I feel like Capricorn Moon people that have a Capricorn Moon definitely have this um this kind of feeling of like they have to be the authority versus like accepting the authority around them kind of thing. Yep. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But I love Aquarius's energy. 
Yeah. Because I feel like they are the ones that can go out and really truly work to change the world. You know, the rebelliousness doesn't always have to fall under the shadow side. You know, I feel like rebellious can be a strength and it can be a part of their shadow because they can be rebellious against things that really, really matter. And that's kind of what we need right now. You know? Yeah, it's my sister is also an Aquarius son. And it's it's I I see that a lot in in her. (laughs) Like the the yeah, the the rebellious but i also see that it's really interesting sorry no astrology is interesting especially when you start to learn the the charts of everybody around you like you truly learn like what each sign really means and how it shows up for people exactly exactly um next up we have pisces they are february 19th to march 20th they are a water sign the modality is mutable the strengths is that they are dreamy romantic receptive, emotional, imaginative, and intuitive. The shadow side of this sign is that they can be idealistic, escapist, codependent, vague, self-pitying, and guarded. Oh, little baby Pisces. Little baby Pisces. I love Pisces. I, I, I honestly, like, once again, this is a podcast of Teresa just saying that she loves every single zodiac, every single zodiac sign, every single crystal. crystal. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was just going to say that, yeah. <laughs> Um, but I feel like Pisces are also really misunderstood also because, (laughs) because they can be very, very emotional and that emotional can be a positive thing or it can be also a a shadow side thing, you know? So whenever I am around like a Pisces, like I almost kind of go into like baby mode, like, oh, a Pisces, how cute. (laughs) I feel so bad that I do that. But that's, that's just funny. like the vibe that it gives me, you know? That's hilarious. I love it. <laughs> oh, man. So those are the 12 zodiac signs, guys. And what I what I think is also really important to mention is that the zodiacal wheel starts with Aries. And that's where we started the uh, signs because that's where it starts. Aries is the first sign in the zodiac. Aries is all about the new beginnings. So those are the 12 signs. This is just a little peek into who they are, their characteristics, and kind of what they represent. So as we go through the rest of the podcast, you will hear us talking about these different signs, and we'll get deeper and deeper as we go. So anywho, next we're going to move on to the planets real quick. I'm just going to go over- My favorite. Yes, we love the planets. Troop, troop. Troop, troop. Troop, troop. So I'm going to go over the planets, but I'm going to let Rachel go over Jupiter just because. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. You're welcome. <laughs> so uh, the planets that we're going to go over today are going to be just your basics that are in our solar system. Now, in astrology, there are other placements that are asteroids or different types of Um, moons, like Jupiter has a bunch of moons that you can work with in astrology. There's also Lilith, which is like the dark side of the moon, which is the side that we don't see has a different uh, 
meaning. So there's a bunch of different things. We're just sticking to the basics today. And we're going to start off, of course, with the sun. So I know we already went over the sun earlier, but I just feel like it's important to note that sun rules the zodiac sign of Leo. And it's also known as a luminary. And uh, this luminary transits about every 30 days. So also the word transit means to move from one sign to the next. So the sun rules the sign of Leo and it transits from each zodiac sign about every 30 days. And as Rachel said earlier, it is just your basic personality, your sense of self, and it gives a, an understanding as to why people make the choices that they do. The next uh, luminary that we're going to go over is the moon. So the moon rules the sign of cancer and it transits about every two to three days. Again, the moon symbolizes our deep emotion, our instincts, and our habits. Uh, the next sign, or I'm sorry, the next planet we're going to go over is Mercury. So Mercury rules the uh, signs of Gemini. Us. Me. <laughs> Two-thirds of us. Yes. And Virgo. Um, so this planet transits about every three to four weeks, and Mercury symbolizes how you communicate, learn, and absorb information, which also you can really see in Gemini. You know, you can see in Gemini how important communication is. We talk a how, lot. <laughs> and how important uh, absorbing information is, for sure. Facts. Facts. So next is the planet of Venus, which rules Taurus and Libra. So this planet transits every four to five weeks, and Venus symbolizes our concept of beauty, what we find pleasurable and beautiful in life, and it also symbolizes what you are attracted to and your love language. So what I also love about Venus is because Taurus is ruled by Venus, it also gives us a very grounded sense, and also it gives us that kind of uh, how we like to build things essentially as well. So next planet is Mars. Uh, Mars rules the sign of Aries. And this planet transits every six to seven weeks. Mars symbolizes our primal needs, our aggression and our desire. This planet shows us how we are driven to take action and what makes us passionate in life. Uh, this is the planet of sex and war. This is your warrior planet. This is how you get shit done. This is how we get shit done. Every time I hear Mars, for some reason, the Sailor Moon song just kicks on. Like this is that's the trigger for me. <laughs> <laughs> for the for the Sailor, all your Sailor Mars. Nice. <laughs> this, sorry. Every I time. Every time. Sailor Moon. I love it. <sighs> all right, Rach, you're up. It's time for Jove. Jupe. It's time for Jupiter. It's a Jupe troop. I love Jupiter so much. Troop. I love Jupiter. Jupiter is my homeboy. Um, so Jupiter rules Sagittarius. And this planet transits every two to three months. And Jupiter symbolizes every 12 to 12, 13 months. 12 to 13. That's what I, that's what I didn't say. <laughs> that's what I meant to say. <laughs> every 12 to 13 months. A year or so. Uh, Jupiter symbolizes <laughs> luck, growth, and abundance. This planet shows us how to find happiness and where you might be most lucky in life. Um, for me, I have a very, I have a very deep relationship with Jupiter. We love each other very much, and 
if you are into high magic and stuff, you probably will get that. Um, for me, Jupiter is very much about like expansion. If I were to add one more word in there, it would be expansion. Definitely. Um, focusing it on whatever it is that you want to grow. So it does say growth, but I just, I like the word expansion. Also, if you would like to get more into Jupiter-esque stuff, I would highly recommend Jason Miller's book, Financial Sorcery. And that is all. Yeah. Yeah. I just want to throw that out there. There you go. I'm trying to, I'm trying to, uh, you know, get more people in the Jupe Troop. Jupe Troop. We got to get the Jupe Troop flowing. Yeah. There's some great sigil work in those books. Like there's some, there's some good stuff. That's not the first time I've heard that book recommended either. I need to. I need it's to great. It's very it. like it's not. Uh, well, Jason Miller's just a phenomenal author, um, but also it's just like it's some things that you kind of know. Yeah, and it just it's kind of like magic that is obtainable and easy to do. And I love the sigil work in there. It's a good beginner book. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Jeep troop. Cool. Gang Jupe gang. I definitely feel like since we have all been practicing together and focusing our intentions on Jupiter together, things really have been, uh, you know, trucking along for a lot of us. So that's yeah. exciting. That's true. That's true. You're welcome. Thank you, Rachel. <laughs> all right, guys. So that is Jupiter. We are all part of the Jupe Troop. We love you, Jupiter. Love Thank you, Jupiter. you gang, for your gang. expansion and abundance. <laughs> Uh, anyway next planet is saturn uh saturn rules the sign of capricorn and this planet transits every two to three years saturn is the planet of justice discipline obligation and ambition this is also where we see limitations obstacles and where our priorities lie also rachel is about to burst Because Tabitha and I just don't have our shit together right now. We're just laughing because we're we're just being major Gemini's. And all I can think about is Big Zaddy Saturn. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, Big Zaddy Saturn for sure. I'm still laughing about the gang gang thing. I know, I know. Uh, All I was going to say is that I do really enjoy working with the energies of Jupiter and Saturn together when you're trying to get something done in a timely manner. Um, Just because Saturn does rule time. So because of that, I feel like Jupiter is able to expand where Saturn is able to make things. Did I say Saturn? Saturn. (laughs) I feel like I said Saturn and Jupiter together. Anyway, where Saturn is there to push things forward in the time that you need it to be done. So uh, the planet of Uranus rules the sign of Aquarius. And this planet transits about every seven years. Uranus is the planet of unpredictable changes and reformation. And this planet shows where you may experience sudden changes in your life. So I feel like it's important to note that where you have Uranus in your chart maybe where things unexplicably happen to you. So learning when, like I said previously, we are going to have some episodes where we're going to go over the houses coming up soon. So you'll understand what that means a little bit deeper when we get there. But Uranus is a very interesting uh, planet. I feel like it it likes to uh, throw out the wild card every now and again. So Just like your butt. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Just like your anus. Just like your anus. Yeah. Your anus. There you go. 
So next is Neptune, which rules the sign of Pisces, and this planet transits every 10 to 12 years. Neptune is the planet of intuition, imagination, and delusions, and this planet represents where we are most creative in life. This planet is the psychic planet. It is all about dreams and and the metaphysical and all of that stuff. We love Neptune. Love Neptune. Okay. <laughs> Rachel's like I don't love anybody but Jupiter <laughs> no I'm down with Neptune you know I'm down with Neptune Yeah, Neptune made Biggie uh, psychic Neptune <laughs> did make Biggie psychic so and then lastly we're going to go over Pluto which rules the zodiac sign of Scorpio and this planet transits every 12 to 15 years Pluto is the planet of death transformation and rebirth this is the planet of power and our ability to deal with death and rebirth. What I also love about Pluto is that Pluto is a generational planet. So you will see when the when Pluto shifts into a new zodiac sign, that's essentially the start of a new generation. Talking about my generation. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> And we're definitely going to have to do a whole episode on working with each of these planets. So, yeah, once again, especially these, Jupiter, especially Jupiter and Pluto and all of them, because um, <laughs> I yes. just keep saying them all. But they all are very special in different ways. And once you start to harness the energy of the planets and and work with them in a way that also works with your natal chart, you will see some significant changes in your life. At least I have for sure. Warp. Mm-hmm. All right. I dig it. You want to learn a word today? I do want to learn. I would like to learn wanna, some words. You want to learn a word? I would. There's a, there's a, uh, a vocab word for this episode. Are you ready? The astrology vocab word of the episode. Nice. Dun, dun, dun. We're going to have to come up with a better name for that. Well, I We're think gonna... it's just uh, astrology word of the week or something. There no? you go. Astrology word of the week. <laughs> We're gonna. I'm going to talk to you. I'm going to talk to you. Are you listening? I'm going to talk to you today about a stellium. I'm listening. And what that means in your, in your chart. Because we all have them. What's it mean, Rachel? Well, not everybody. But I'm getting there. Sorry. <laughs> I'm impatient. All right. Stellium. So a stellium refers to when someone has at least three planets in one zodiac sign or a house in their birth chart. It once was a stellium that had to have four planets, but in modern astrology, it was brought down to three. Teresa, what are your thoughts on that? Uh, my thoughts on that are it makes sense because I feel like if somebody has more than even if somebody has more than one uh, placement in a zodiac sign, it definitely shines a little bit brighter in somebody's chart so i feel like bringing it down to three was the smart move i think we should keep it at three i like it okay all right i all right i dig it um (laughs) so (laughs) i just want to make sure i was like reading that and i was like hmm i know that there's like the old way and the modern way and i was just wondering where where you fell into that by the way by the way all this information is coming from astrologyanswers.com but don't worry you don't have to go there because i'm going to give you all the information from it (laughs) okay great (laughs) But I'm just, just gonna just read this to like, article. Hang out. I'm gonna, I'm just, yeah, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna like cliff notes this shit for you guys. So one of the things I'd like to say talked about stellium energy. So 
at its core, it's a concentrated energy, which I think is a cool way to look at it. Like I obviously have the Gemini stellium and there's definitely some concentrated Gemini energy up in my bitch. So this is, if you think about it, it's like one third of your planets are located in that one Zodiac sign, which gives that sign a lot of attention. If your stellium is in a sign that is not in your sun sign, you may feel more connected to your stellium sign because it is so dominant in your natal chart. So as Tabitha is pointing at herself, we know that that's how how she feels about the things. For me, (laughs) my sun sign is in my natal sign. I'm sorry. My sun sign is in my stellium. Yes. So that's that's a thing with me, with my life. Um, so having a stellium in your natal chart can be both a blessing and a curse. Yes. It can be a curse. It's a blessing because your greatest strengths are often found in your stellium and you can achieve a great deal of whatever the zodiac sign rules. But it can be a curse because this may come at a cost, at the expenses of other parts of your life. It can give a little bit of tunnel vision to things. It's kind of like a star professional athlete. So your whole life revolves around winning and succeeding. And they do, but they tend to be lacking in their personal lives away from their chosen sport. Gotcha. So I liked that kind of analogy. Okay. Like yeah. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, this is like, you're a really great athlete at being a Gemini. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but you're lacking some other things. So I thought it was cool. So it's important to make sure that you are a well-rounded or at least as well-rounded as you can become so that you're not, you know, too extra. we love the extra yeah that's true but i also i love that because that also points to like what we were just talking about learning all of your placements so that you Mm -hmm. can get a better scope of who you are right and not just concentrating on the one thing so yes approved approved so what i'm going to do now uh hopefully anyone who's listening has their chart has at least know, know some things of their chart. If you have a stellium in a specific sign, I'm going to actually go through all of the signs and give a little, I guess, bit of what a stellium in each sign will look like, what might pop up for you. Cool? Cool. 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 So, so Aries, super fire sign. We know that. So an Aries stellium means that you likely have a ton of energy and drive. You can be enthusiastic about everything that you do, easily excited and ready to take the initiative. You're ready to just fucking get shit done. You may be impulsive in times though, at times. So this is something that you have to work on. And if you can get control over your energy, you can become an unstoppable force, (laughs) a force to be reckoned with. Wow. I love it. Wow. Powerful. I also, uh, I feel like- Uh, (laughs) i like to describe uh aries as like you know how like the tv is like when it's staticky and it makes that noise and like there's like all the gray static on the screen i feel like somebody within yeah (laughs) i feel like somebody with an aries stellium feels like that all the time with the amount Mm. of energy that they have i want some you want some of it yeah, I don't have any Aries placements and I like I have FOMO about that. But I feel like your Capricorn placements kind of make up for it though cuz they're both cardinal signs. So going back to modalities, which will be another vocabulary word we'll discuss soon. Mm-hmm. Um they they even though they are different signs, different elements, like they carry similar uh attributes. So you have you have some of it just not in the form of fire, more in the form of earth. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes sense. <laughs> She's like, I, well, still I, want, I still want energy, though. I still, I still want, I got the, oh, I think I only have my Leo is my only fire. Anyway, no, I have Satch placements. Anyway, I digress. Taurus. 
Taurus is that grounded sign, you know what I'm talking about? So Taurus stellium means that you can stick to what you do to the very end. That I actually need. No matter how long it takes or how hard it is, you can be comfortable with a slow, steady approach and believe that you can get there if you just keep going. But if you got a Taurus stellium, it can be stubborn or lazy at times. So those are things that you need to address. If you can make sure that you don't become, you know, stationary, you can accomplish a lot. Mm-hmm. There you go. All of the things. Gemini stellium. This is me. What, what? what I want to say whoop, whoop, whoop and whoop, what, what whoop, at the same time. It's going to sound like what, but. What, what, what? What, what? What, what? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. All right. So I'm going to call I'm going to call me out right now. So Gemini is the sign of the mind. So Gemini stellium means that you can have a super mind. I have a super mind, guys. Super mind. This may mean I, I could agree that you're, with that. I do have a super mind. It's, it's great. It's doing great in there. Uh, this may mean you're smart in a conventional way, but it could instead or in addition to mean you're quick on your feet, come up with lots of great ideas, and have a way with words. Mm. But... You can be a fickle bitch at times. <laughs> so, so learning to contain your focus is likely needed. Once you have control over your mind, you can think your way out of or into anything. Mm. Mm. I like that because it's true. Like you could convince yourself to do something pretty easily, I'm sure. Yeah. Yep. It's not the best, but it's not the worst. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> All right, Cancer Stellium. So we're gonna call we're gonna call you out, Teresa. You ready? I'm ready. Mm, cancer is a sign of emotions. Yeah. <laughs> well. <laughs> so as I was crying stellium. five minutes before the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's, all right. That's all right. That's all right. That's all right. You just had to get the drama out first. Let it out. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. That's it. It was the Cancer Stellium and your Leo sign. There you go. Um, so cancer is a sign of emotion. So cancer stellium means that you can be extremely supportive, nurturing, and encouraging with others. You can take care of those you love, and you can make positive use of what you feel. Oh, cute. Yeah, that's, that's sweet. That's what a little pinch of cheek. Cute little cancer. <laughs> yeah, cute little cancer stellium. Uh, you may be sensitive and subjective at times. So learning how to take care of yourself and gain a wider perspective is likely something that you need to learn. Once you do, your emotions can fuel you, oh, which wow. is great because gas prices are really high. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we need alternative fuel. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Teresa's emotions. Teresa's yes, endless pool of emotions. emotions. Perfect. I love it. Um, Leo, do we have a Leo stellium? No one has. A Leo I have stellium, a Leo right? stellium. Oh, you have. Okay, I'm getting could, called out. I, My turn. I yeah, I couldn't remember if it was Leo or Libra stellium. You have, but you have a Leo and a Capricorn stellium. I just Cap. want to say before we move on, real quick. I just, I really felt great about that. Thank you. I didn't. <laughs> it didn't hurt my feelings as much as I thought it would. <laughs> I loved it. I'm so glad. I'm so glad. It makes me happy. <laughs> Didn't hurt my feelings um, as much as I wanted. Mm-hmm. Your mo- emotions can fuel you. There you go. Well, I, I also feel like and because- hopefully the rest of us because five ninety nine for gas is ridiculous. Yeah, mm-hmm. gas is fired. Anyway, I feel like <laughs> fired. Fired. It does not pass the vibe check. No, I feel no. like I not a vibe. Been- Sorry, I feel like I have been learning lately. Uh, how to work with my emotions instead of against them. So I think that's why it made me feel good instead of made me sad. There you go. <laughs> that's good. Look at you integrating and shit. Yeah. So good. Evolving. Good. Oh. oh. Uh, Tap, are you ready? No. I'm going to drag you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 
just kidding. I actually, we're reading this together. I haven't read it. Okay. All right. It so it's going to be all go. bad stuff. <laughs> no, no, I'm sure it'll be fine. <laughs> it's going to be great. We're going to love it. I mean, we all have big Leo placements, so it's all right. We'll, the first, we're actually all, first words on that paragraph are Leos are shitty people. <laughs> no. No. Oh, okay. All right. There's none of that. All right. That's, that's positive. <laughs> Leo is highly creative sign. There you go. Oh. So a Leo stellium means you're someone with great creative abilities. Facts. Ooh. You're likely artistic, quite humorous. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> and the spotlight <laughs> finds you no matter where you go. Ooh. Oh, shit. You may be selfish at times. Mm. So making sure you shine a light on others sometimes might be something you have to learn. When mm. you can share the light, you can get even more attention, affection, and praise. Wow. I feel like we oh. can all relate to that, even though we don't all have a Leo stellium. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but we all have we all have pretty big Leo placements, though. Yeah, yeah. I think that that's like this goes for a lot of the, like the just the major placements. Yeah, yeah like but, this definitely ties into big three. But yeah. it's definitely like you can see how if you also have a stellium, yeah, it's like having it's like you're it's like making a big four exactly yeah. you got your big three and a stellium now you have a big four I have you a big have five because you have five. two stelliums. Yeah, I have two stelliums yeah. also. All right, fine, guys. <laughs> well, Rachel, yours is an extra large stellium. <laughs> an extra large. <laughs> Mine is an extra large stellium because it's my son and it's my Chiron. I got the four plates, friends. So, yeah. suck it. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, all right, a Virgo stellium. So, Virgo is the sign of work. You better work. Cow, cow. Um, so, a Virgo stellium means that you can get shit done. Yeah. Yeah, you can be incredibly organized, detailed, and productive, structured, and keep to your schedule like a professional. Wow, like a pro. Yeah. You may be a perfectionist at times, demanding too much of yourself and others, and likely need to learn to take it easy. When you can approach work in a healthy way, you can accomplish even more with ease. I have uh, a few Virgos in my life. One of my one of my besties, Hey Kim, uh, she's a Virgo, and that is her to a T. Yeah. I don't know if she has a Virgo stellium though, but yeah, that's that's she's my girl. I'm a girl. Love it. Yeah, Libra stellium. So, are we dragging you again? No. Oh, you have a Capricorn. That's right. I yeah. said that earlier. It's alright. Libra I'm a Moon. That's I, I why you keep getting confused. Gosh, all these big fours, you know. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right, Libra stellium. So, a Libra is a sign of relationship. Libra stellium means that you can be amazing when it comes to dealing with others, whether it's through negotiating mediating or partnerships you may go far with partners whether personally or professionally you may avoid giving attention to yourself though so prioritizing your relationship with yourself is likely needed when you have healthy interdependence in your life you can reach great heights i love that mm -hmm. that's perfect it is it is perfect so Scorpio is a sign ruling passion, intensity, and research. So a Scorpio stellium means you have you can have incredible strength and powerful will. You can get through anything and make anything happen from sheer will. And no one can take you down without a fight. Damn. Oh, shit. Wow. I'm throwing hands. <laughs> you may be obsessive at times, though. And learning how to have some emotional distance so you're not so wrapped up all the time is key for you. You may need to undergo a major transformation in your life. And once you do, you can achieve anything you want. Oh, wow. A Sagittarius stellium. Uh, it rules expansion because it's part of the jupe troop. Yep. Uh-huh. So a Sagittarius stellium means that you can be open to experiencing life and learning through that experience. You can gain a tremendous amount of wisdom as a result and 
be respected as a wise teacher. Oh, you wise owl, you. Wise. <laughs> uh, you may be avoidant at times, though. So mm. you do need to learn to control the impulse to run. Once you do, you can channel your optimistic passion into greatness. Yes. All about the traveling. Yes. Capricorn stellium. So Capricorn stellium means that you are incredibly ambitious. You can craft long-term plans that are realistic and attainable, work hard and in a practical way and attain success through this may come later in life after a long time of working hard and smart. You may be tragically ambitious at times though. So you need to learn to prioritize your personal life along with your external goals. Mm. Once you find that balance, you can make greater progress. Yes. I definitely think John has a Capricorn stellium. Mm, I could see that. Yeah, I got to figure that out. Because I also think he's a Capricorn rising, but I don't I didn't figure out his 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 birth time. Okay. Aquarius stellium. Mm. Mm. Aquarius rules the unconventional. So an Aquarius stellium means you can be an icon. You break the rules, make new definitions for the future, and aren't afraid of change that's necessary and innovative. <laughs> You can be erratic at times, though, so you need to control the impulse to change everything. Mm. Getting control over that can make you more powerful, and you can create changes the world needs. Love it. Love it. We need you. We need you, Aquariuses. Yes. Rise up. I was going to say that. (laughs) A Pisces stellium. So Pisces rules your spirituality, honey. So a Pisces stellium means that you can be natural intuitive you can sense the supple energies all around you with ease and you can make use of this to help others and be creative you may be easily taken advantage of though so you need to learn boundaries once you have established healthy boundaries you can hone your intuition and imagination nice 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 gang gang okay (laughs) (laughs) i definitely feel like pisces is like the wizard of the zodiac Mm, he's a wizard man i love that sass once again i keep just saying i love that but i really do i really do love it guys yeah (laughs) (laughs) i'm not lying when i say i love it and that's it guys that's the stellium in the zodiac signs very cool thank you rachel thank you rachel i feel like it's definitely super informative and can really help people see like themselves in the signs you know yeah, I think I'm hoping that it will inspire people to also look at what's happening with those signs, right. especially if it's not in their big three. If that sign is something that has, if there is a stellium and a different sign that's not a part of your big three, check it out. Check yep. out that zodiac sign. Learn a little. Learn a little. Learn it. And find yourself within. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think we're going to close out the episode with an astrology forecast. So what's coming up, I did from, or we're going to, we're going to find out what's coming up from June 15th to the 29th. It's our birthdays. Yeah. Our birthdays. That's it. Our birthdays are this week. End of the, end of the episode. That's it. Our birthdays. That's, <laughs> that's it. it. That's all that that's matters. That's major transit that's happening. That's it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right i want to hear something good for our birthday week. yeah all right we we're supposed to have a party this week all right we're gonna have to have a party I am. next episode sorry we're guys have, we're gonna have Drop a party the there you go so yes when you're seeing this make sure that you're wishing tabitha a happy birthday on friday june 17th nope rachel mm-hmm. rachel's nope. the 17th that's me i fucked up guys how dare you <laughs> 
All right, guys. So when you're listening to this, make sure that you reach out and wish Rachel a happy birthday on Friday, June 17th, and Tabitha a happy birthday on Sunday, June 19th. Our little, our little Gemini's, our Geminis. So first up, this kind of already happened, but right now we're kind of, you know, it just started. So uh, on June 4th, Saturn went into retrograde in Aquarius. That will last until October 23rd. It has been in the shadow period since February 26th, and it will stay in the shadow. Like after it comes out of retrograde, it'll be in a shadow period until January 23rd of 2023. Um, Saturn retrograde, especially in the sign of Aquarius, urges us to make major karmic choices. It inspires you to think deeply about your future and what energy we want to keep in our lives. It's a Oh, boy. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> sounds like it's a it's a little bit of a shake up here but it's a great time to decide who and what you want to invest your energy and your time in um it's all about hard work and putting in the work to get to where you want to be you better work cover girl <laughs> <Work. laughs> career wise this retrograde is a moment that urges us to move forward even if that movement forward is a new position or a career Mm-hmm. Um, it is also about setting boundaries with those that you love and it seems very like workplace related. So I would, you know, if, if your job isn't necessarily having healthy boundaries, then uh, maybe set some boundaries or if you have the ability to leave. I said what I said. <laughs> I'm here for there it. you go. Well, yeah, definitely. And I feel like I have already been experiencing it. Mm-hmm. Shadow period. Same. Interesting. Shadow period. Yeah. Shadow same. period. Same, same. I always get... Uh... Zaddy Saturn makes me nervous. I'm working on building that relationship. Well, Saturn, it, it rules you. I know. I know. He's mean. <laughs> he's I feel like he's had me in timeout my whole life. <laughs> well, that's what you're working to break through then. There you go. Yes. I need to, I need to, I need to form a better relationship with my Zaddy. Yes. Dude, <laughs> <laughs> Zaddy. Oh my goodness. Okay. On June 21st, Sun, the sun enters the sign of cancer. Cute. So this is also known as the summer solstice. <laughs> as we went over, over before, uh, cancer is June 21st to July 22nd. It is ruled by the moon. And when during the time of cancer, it is good to work on protection for ourselves and families and homes. So because cancer is a very family-oriented, community-based sign deals a lot with the emotions um, we are encouraged to listen to our feelings and respond to them constructively it also cancer loves spending time with loved ones but also stability so maybe stick close to home have a barbecue have a bunch of friends over establish a, a loving community love it and also feel free to express your emotions if you want to bring in the summer solstice can bring in some flowers make some sun tea do some manifestation work have some bonfires feasts Set intentions for the summer and express gratitude for what you have. I want to have a feast. I do too. I love feasting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love food. I love food. <laughs> <laughs> On June 22nd, uh, Venus enters Gemini. It will be in Gemini until July 17th. Um, it is here to remind us how important communication is in relationships. So verbalizing compliments. Make sure that you're like, if you don't just think it, because I'm, I'm really bad about that. Like, I will just be like, oh, you know, I'll talk about Anthony. I'll be like, oh, he looks nice today. And instead of just like saying, hey, you look nice today, I'll just think it. 
not to not like verbalize <laughs> like I have conversations it's like we like in your life I feel like it makes such a difference in your life in general when you just like compliment people yeah like they feel good you feel good it just like changes the frequency wherever you're at right exactly just a quick story I remember once when I was younger I think it was like my 14th birthday I will never forget this I was I thought one day I was like you know what I feel like I should just be nicer to people and like not that I was like an asshole before that but like I just was like I I just want to like be more open and I'll never forget I like told the waitress or something that I liked her headband and ever since then I've just been on the compliment train (laughs) that's really nice I I like that I like that though I like that there was like a switch that happened yeah yeah I, I have these weird moments. Like one day I just woke up and I was funny. I swear to you, I was not funny before this day. <laughs> Wait, you're funny? Sometimes. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, so verbalizing compliments and intellectual compa- compatibility play an important role. Make sure to have those conversations, you know, flirt and have fun on an intellectual level don't forget to listen and be careful of things getting boring you might get ghosted don't 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 get ghosted (laughs) be less boring be less boring no just make sure that you're constantly you know it's 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 work you know put in put in the work and uh yeah to have those intellectual conversations so on june 28th we have the new moon in cancer again cancer is all about loved ones and protection don't forget to ask ourselves what can we do for those loved ones set boundaries that need to be set try doing some random acts of kindness and help foster a community of peace and harmony i feel like a lot of boundary stuff is coming up lately and i feel like it's important that we note that and pay attention to it and respect it because setting boundaries is super important yeah i agree um and it's really interesting how that keeps coming it makes sense that it's in cancer because cancer is the crab and it has that Mm -hmm. hard shell so setting those boundaries to have Mm. it makes sense it makes sense i was it does i was reading through it and i was like huh okay all right Thanks, astrology. Isn't it so funny when those things connect? Yeah, you know. Yeah, it is. That, that's when you're really learning. That's astrology. when you're learning. When you're like, oh, oh, wait, okay. hold on, I'm picking up what you're putting down. Yep. I am smelling what you're stepping in. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. On June 28th, Neptune will go retrograde in Pisces. We will be in the pre-shadow period. Actually, we already are in the pre-shadow period. Um, that started March 7th. And the post-shadow, the post-retrograde shadow period will be March 24th of 2023. Wow. So a whole year in this energy. Yeah. It's going to be... May. It's going to be May. Um <laughs> Neptune retrograde offers a chance for us to go inward and reflect on aspects of our lives where we are self-sacrificing or over-idealizing a person or situation. This is snap back to reality. Oh, yep. there goes gravity. Yep, that's exactly <laughs> where my mind, I was, I was having a really hard time not like snap back to reality. Oh. <laughs> anyway, <clears throat> snap back to reality and ditch the rose-colored glasses. Uh, consider, oh, yeah. It came, it came, came for everybody. <laughs> um, consider your hopes and dreams and stay on track. Notice where you're losing focus. This can cause vivid dreams, emotional sensitivities, and just make sure to trust your intuition and don't second guess yourself. Well, called out. Yep. Amen to that. Called out. 
especially because as I told you guys earlier, I have been having very vivid dreams mm-hmm. lately. Mm-hmm. And also Pisces, the sign of Pisces rules my fourth house of family. And a lot of my dreams have been about my family, family lately. Yeah. So it's been, it's very interesting. There you go. I just had one of those connection moments. Zip. Yeah. Makes sense. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's what we have coming up um, until the 29th of June. So. Thank you uh, Thank to you. our weather forecaster, astrological forecaster, Tabitha in the field. <laughs> <laughs> we sent her up to the space station. Yeah. She's out there. Currently broadcasting from the International Space Station. Just kidding. <laughs> I'm on Pluto. Oh, nice. I got good service on I Pluto. know, right? <laughs> the Wi-Fi here is great. <laughs> Oh, man. All right, everybody. Well, we hope that you enjoyed our basics episode here. We got a lot of good and juicy information on all of the zodiac signs, on the different planets, on what's coming up next. Tune in next time. Never. Never? I'm just kidding. No, but I'm glad that we're doing these uh, first because I know that we really want to just like hop into these celebrity things uh but we need to it's important to we had to pump the brakes to make sure everyone's on the same page but also i just wanted to let everyone know like i still don't remember all of these things yeah Mm -hmm. yeah so we're always still learning with this and what's going to happen is as we continue to do the episodes as listeners continue to listen you're going to start getting more comfortable with this information you're going to be like oh yeah that's right and you're going to have that same moment where tabitha just had it where she was like oh yeah vulnerability crab yeah chill Blah, blah, makes blah. sense and then, like we you're going to constantly start to learn and remember more and more and more so right. absolutely even as somebody who's been practicing astrology for almost five years at this point i'm still yeah. learning stuff every single day so it's definitely a very long but fun road to go yeah. down into the thick of it <laughs> damn, damn. <laughs> gang gang <laughs> gang gang out astro hose out Thank you for listening to this episode of Two Geminis and a Leo. If you enjoyed it, we would love to see you over on our social media. We have an Instagram at Two Geminis and a Leo. We are on Facebook, also at the same handle, Two Geminis and a Leo. And you can shoot us an email at Two Gemini One Leo at gmail.com. You're on Uranus. You're on Uranus. <laughs> Uranus. Oh, it's a butt planet. Uranus. I like to but say Uranus. I like to say Uranus. <laughs> All right, Gemini. No, I'm just kidding. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm.